He is the great Mike Lawler. Michael, good morning. How are you, pal? I'm doing well, Sid. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, well, I've seen you all over the place. Uh, like I said, you showed up on the set. We took a nice picture together. I, I met your campaign manager. That was great. And I think you were on CNN about 30 minutes ago, yes? I was. I'm, uh, right now I'm pulled over on the Palisades. I don't want to, you know, lose the cell service. So, uh, <laughs> we're driving back up to Rockland for you. Yeah. Well, let me guess. These, uh, psychos at CNN, I didn't see it because I'm hosting the radio show at the same time, but I did catch you out of the corner of my eye. Let me guess. They wanted you to, 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 to yell at Elise Stefanik and Donald Trump for calling January 6th prisoners hostages. Yes. That, that's a good guess. That was one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say about that? Because, look, the truth is, when you see what my Israeli brethren are going through from October the 7th, it is, it's not necessarily a fair comparison. But, but to Trump and Stefanik's point, these people did nothing other than go inside a building for the most part, and they've been in solitary confinement for years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, my my position has has been very consistent on this. Whoever engaged in uh, you know violence or physical uh, assault or uh, you know destructed any any uh, building, whether they stormed uh, the the courthouse in Portland, whether they went into the U.S. Capitol and did something, uh, or they burned the the police building down in Minneapolis. Uh, they should be held accountable for that. Anybody who violates the law uh, and the facts and the evidence should always be the determinative factor. If somebody didn't do something uh, in that way, then no, they shouldn't be held, uh, you know, to account for. No, you're right, but, but let's be honest. The same, the same people that want to put these people in prison. I agree with you. When you burn down a police station, that's a real insurrection. Not January 6th. That was not an insurrection. When you do that, that's an insurrection. But the same people that want to keep these people in jail are totally okay with bail reform when a guy on the Ford train this afternoon commits his third rape in the last three years. They're okay with that guy on the streets. But they want to put some guy in jail for putting his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Give me a break, Mike. This has been the challenge uh, with all of this, the, the total inconsistency on the part of many of my Democratic colleagues. Uh, they they have no problem. Uh, you know, you, they talk about protecting democracy, for instance, but they have no problem uh, when the ends justify the means uh, and they want to remove Donald Trump from the ballot in Colorado or Maine without any due process of law. Uh, that is not how. Uh, we should be operating as a as a country, as a government. Uh, when people uh, violate the law, they should be held accountable. And when you see what is happening in cities all across this country, people are not being held accountable right. for crimes, violent crimes, rape, assault, uh, you know, uh, grand theft auto. Uh, it is there is no accountability. And so that is where uh, many of my Democratic colleagues uh, have been so inconsistent and so hypocritical uh, in many of their comments about January 6th, when they don't want to see people held accountable, when they seize control of a Portland courthouse right. for almost 100 days. Correct. You know, and that's and that's where people are so frustrated with the, uh, the duplicity of all. That's of me. I'm furious. So uh, our friend Sean Hannity left Long Island last week. He moved to Florida. I've got another buddy. His name is Bob Cornicelli. Just so happens he ran against Andrew Garbarino for that uh, seat on Long Island, which Garbarino did win. 
And Cornicelli has since located, too. He moved down to South Carolina, but he still listens every morning, every morning, just like a lot of America does. And he says, you know, Lawler's going to vote for that Schumer Jeffries omnibus bill. I bet it gives Ukraine 10 times more aid than Israel. And I didn't answer him because I want you to answer him. What do you say to Bob Cornicelli? Listen, the, the speaker has negotiated uh, the top line numbers uh, that are going to be uh, part of the appropriations process. We are now going to go through each appropriations bill. As we have said from the very beginning, we are not doing omnibus spending bills anymore. It is going to be single subject spending bills. We're going to do all 12 of them uh, over the over the course of the next month plus uh, and, and put in place a, an appropriations uh, bill. That will save the American taxpayer uh, upwards of $200 billion, uh, over the next decade in spending reductions and reduce our deficit by $2.1 trillion over the next six years. So we are making progress. Not enough. There's a lot more work that needs to be done on spending, but we're going to do that. With respect to uh, the supplemental aid package, um, you know, my, my position has been very clear. I support Israel. We passed it as a standalone bill, $14.3 billion. Chuck Schumer has done absolutely nothing on it. Wait a second, but, is, but, is, but isn't, Chuck Schumer, isn't Chuck Schumer Jewish? Doesn't he care? He's the highest-ranking <laughs> Jewish official in yeah, America, he's as, garbage. He, as he tells everyone. Uh, and yet he has done absolutely nothing to pass aid to Israel. I support Ukraine. We will ad- agree to disagree on that. But when you look at the threats emanating around the world, there are no threats. China, no, Russia, and Iran, yeah, whatever. it is significant. Sure. It is significant. I agree. Yeah. Those we, are, we, are going, we are going to deal with the, uh, with the supplemental. But as the speaker has said, it will not happen without border security. Alejandro Mayorkas should be impeached. I will support impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. He has failed miserably to uphold the Constitution of the United States and to secure our homeland. Last week, I was down at the border with Speaker Johnson. You're talking about nearly 10 million migrants having crossed our southern border since Joe Biden took office. Ninety percent of them released into the country within 36 hours of detainment. While we were there on the border, on the Rio Grande, we had 10 to 12 Venezuelan migrants cross uh, the Rio Grande right behind us, come up uh, the uh, bank and walk right through the barbed wire into U.S. custody. And then they're going to be released within 36 hours. We saw a husband and a wife and two young children swim across the Rio Grande as we were doing our press conference. Wow. The media couldn't believe it. it. But this is the insanity of what we're dealing with and the total failure of this administration to secure our border. So the speaker has been very clear. There will not be additional aid for Ukraine without securing our border, and I support that. I think uh, one of the highlights of last week was that when you were down at the border, which is important, so thank you for doing that, Mike, (laughs) you actually texted me about something that was said on the show. You were listening to this show when you were down at the border, weren't you? I was. I I was getting ready. I put the radio on. I'm, I'm listening to Eric Adams. Uh, you know, he's on the right side of history and, and Governor Abbott's on the wrong side. And I just it's it's mind numbing to listen to. Uh, it, the bottom line is New York City is dealing with the crisis of its own making because of its sanctuary city policies, the right to shelter, spending billions of dollars to provide free housing, free health care, free education, free clothing, free food. And then they're shocked 
shocked that people want to come to New York. The reality is New York is talking about dealing with about 150,000 migrants. We've had nearly 10 million migrants cross since Joe Biden took office. So what New York City has had to deal with is minimal compared to what the southern border has been dealing with. These folks are overrun and they need our help. And it's the responsibility of Congress and the administration to act. House Republicans passed H.R. 2 back in May. Chuck Schumer has done absolutely nothing, ungats, uh, as, as per usual with Schumer. It's nothing but a Sunday press conference and no results. Little uh, change of direction here. The second NFL axe has officially fallen. Ron Rivera fired moments ago by the Washington Commanders. We knew that was happening yesterday. In fact, former Washington Redskin great quarterback Joe Theismann will join me coming up in about 45 minutes. So, so far, Arthur Smith fired by the Atlanta Falcons and Ron Rivera fired by Washington. So uh, the, the clip that I played from Eyewitness News, Mike, they talk about averting a government shutdown. That looks pretty good, yes? Yeah, I, I think we will avert it. Uh, obviously, you know, there's a bipartisan agreement between the Speaker and Senator Schumer on the top lines. It'll be a bipartisan agreement on the appropriations bills. It's a reality of divided government. We're going to have to make compromises. But the bottom line is there's going to be spending cuts for the first time in decades, uh, which is significant. And the fact that we were able to get that done with just having the House Republican majority uh, up against a Democratic Senate and a Democratic White House is significant.